All right, we are back. Episode two of the Your Drive to Thrive podcast. My name is Luke Finlay. I'm one of the directors of Thrive Physio Plus. And with me today is a man, the myth, and the legend, Mr. James Trenery. Welcome, James. Well, uh, thanks, Luke. I appreciate you having me here. And um, yeah, keen to have a chat. Yeah, we've been talking for a long time now about getting on the mic together and having a chat about lots of different things. I know, obviously, you're very influential on the health and fitness scene in Adelaide. So oh, thanks. I figured we'd have lots to chat about um, and some good value for the clients about yeah, how you stay motivated and, and functioning at the high level that you do. So sure looking thing. forward to it. Let's get for to those it. who don't know you, Matt, I know there's probably not that many people in Adelaide who don't know who uh, James Trenery is. <laughs> Give us a quick summary about what it is you do, mate. Uh, so, um, I guess first and foremost, um, just a health and fitness advocate. Yep. Um, in a professional sense, um, owner, operator, and trainer of KX Pilates Nord, um, Unley, McGill, and the soon-to-be Myland. Um, I guess also consider myself a bit of a problem solver, so yep. have other some some other vested interests interests in. Um, there's some other other streams of business as well, which yeah. sort of support um, the network of KX Studios that we're growing. Um, also, so partner in a business services firm, um, partner in a strength and conditioning gym called the Fit Space, and um, yeah, I guess yeah. that's that's the professional yeah. sense of it. But um, many strings to your bow. Yeah, I guess yeah. personally, if people to ask, what do I do? Um, I pretty much what what I like to do is just help solve problems yeah. that I guess clients have. So clients in the health and fitness space, clients in the you know from from a, a business perspective, um, you know just just trying to refine I guess the market the yeah. best way I can. Um, that that's pretty much the crux of it. I don't know. Yeah. A bit of a daydreamer. Yeah. I think you're very good <laughs> at seeing opportunities for development or where things can done better and you just look at filling that market, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. The yeah. service of others, as they say. Yeah. And obviously, a Pilates superstar on the reform. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can give it a spin. Yeah. Um, give it a spin as well. But, you know, also, I've dabbled in, in all things from run coaching to PT to Pilates instruction to being a client of yeah. reformer Pilates to, you know, running marathons, doing half Ironman. So, I've kind of, I, I mean... I'm probably not a, um, what do they call it, a, a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Not really, a, 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 you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount anything, Yep. which is, which is good. It yep. gives you a you know, good variety of, of things to do. Yeah, and so, part of the reason I want to have a chat to you because, yeah, it seems like there's nothing too insurmountable for you. Um, you know, you did Nine Man the other weekend, which I want to have a chat to you about. Obviously, mm-hmm. your ventures in the business have been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think you've got a lot of uh, good mindset, um, tools and things like that that yeah hopefully some people listening to this can uh, yeah take sure. some tangible um, aspects away from yeah, it. So let's see what comes out <laughs> let's start with some quick fire questions mate boom what did you have for breakfast this morning I had scrambled eggs and on uh, on whole muffins <laughs> with some uh, with some um, grilled tomato beautiful long okay. black um, and a kombucha from our friends at Utonic Utonic of course the best I'm glad you didn't say Cocoa Pops then something like uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What, are, what are three things you do for your health that you swear by as much as possible I try to exercise in the morning of course yeah. um, first thing first thing yep. first thing as, as much as possible um, you know the second thing uh, which, which is which is kind of common knowledge but um, drink as much water as I possibly can yep um, I find that's that's obviously the elixir of life um, it's easy to not do that right oh it's so easy yeah. not to do yeah. like these days I actually start the process um, pretty much I'm not sure if this is 
hygienic or not, I'm sure it is, but <laughs> just drinking, like I like to brush my teeth in the shower. Yeah. So once that's done, I have a few mouthfuls of water in the shower, yep. knowing that as soon as you get out of there, I'm gonna have a black coffee. So, um, well, that's where it starts. And obviously I carry a water bottle around all day. Yeah. If that's not hygienic, by the way, feel free to- uh, Let me know, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but also, um, the, the other thing is, um, besides like eating right or like other 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 stuff but get as much movement in as possible with a lot of variety yep. so whether that is you know at, at KX Pilates or you know as we talked about going for a swim going for a run going for a ride um, doing a class at the fit space mm-hmm. um, just you exposing know, yourself to different yeah as much as possible stresses. as much variety yeah. as possible yep. and as much stimulation as possible Love I think it. that's from, from a health and fitness from a body perspective um if you care to know psychologically, write into podcasts. Yeah. Write into podcasts. I don't really read that much. Um, I've got to refine that skill of, of the reading. Um, but um, yeah, podcasts um, is definitely a go-to. Or when in doubt, I like to like I fill my Facebook or Instagram feed with you know people that I aspire to, yeah. like Simon Sinek or. Yep. Um, you know, Forbes magazine yeah, or Gary Vee, um, Tony yeah, Robbins, those absolutely, kind of guys. all those yeah. guys. It's a tremendous source of information, right? Uh, absolutely. And Facebook. You don't really have time. Like it, it's it's tough to find that time in the in the week for that professional development yeah. or personal development. And considering that you're right, social media is so accessible. Yeah. Um, like whilst it's family and friends and things like that, it's it's pretty hard not to. I mean, there's always something from someone on the feed, mm-hmm. which you'll, you'll take a note from, or take a screenshot from, and try to incorporate that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's a motto that I like, um, something lines of think and act like your lions. Okay. So people that you aspire to be like. Love it. And so yeah, so try and incorporate as many of those sort of habits into the day as possible. So also it keeps the, the mind in check as opposed to just the, the physical aspect of so it. So. Love it. Mm. What's your number one tip for staying motivated in reaching your goals, whether fitness, business, whatever it might be? I think uh, this might be a bit uh, yeah, of, a, of an interesting opinion, but yeah. I actually don't know if, you know, so you hear that term sometimes, motivation mm. isn't real. Yes. Um, and just the fact that like trying to be motivated to achieve your goals, for example. Even that statement actually starts at the end. First and foremost, you've got to have a goal. Yes. And then you've got to have a personal reason as to why do you want to achieve that goal. So there's got to be some sort of um, internal, I guess, stimulation or need or drive to achieve that goal. So making things quite personal to you. So for example, if it was a, obviously the half Ironman, that goal to achieve or, or pursue that goal is very much a, well, I, mean, I want to challenge myself. I want to see what my body can achieve, mm-hmm. uh, what it's capable of. Yeah. Um, but that's based on previous experience. You can do iron, uh, you know, marathons. Yeah. You can do ultra marathons. Like that's cool. But yeah. what else? What else is possible? Yeah. What else can I get out of this? If it's a if it's a business goal, um, it still comes back to the purpose of why. Yeah. Why is this so important to you? Why is you know personalized, you know, customer service so important to you? And it's just that that comes back to that human need of um, feeling appreciated, yeah. um, you know, feeling significant, yep. feeling special. So everybody likes to feel significant. Everybody likes to feel special. Everybody likes to be acknowledged. 
So making people feel good mm. is an intrinsic value I have. Yep. So that's my driver. Love it. Um, Love it doesn't it. come from any wishy-washy, uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah. e- external drivers. I think if we talk about motivation and it comes from an external source, it's going to be very limited. Yeah. You're not going to be able to draw much from it. And I'm reading a book on this at the moment. It's yeah? a cracking book. It's called Drive by Dan Pink. Okay. And it's about, yeah, you know, using, you know, if you're financially motivated, you know, although it's motivating for the short term, you know, long term you suffer mm. with your motivation and things like that. So yep. yeah, it's about this innate drive to want to be better, do better, achieve better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's the best way to be. So yeah, I think setting goals, like you said, and then I think, yeah, definitely you're the type of person with that yep. uh, innate drive just to keep going and, uh, and do things that have value. Right? Well, you've got to, I think it's quite common these days that people will you know unfortunately and, and social media probably has a, a big part to play in this but they match themselves or compare themselves with what they see yeah. on, on the feed and obviously we know that that's just highlights yeah. um, you know people do share their, their um, ups and downs things like that but sometimes you got to wonder how much of that's also curated right. like um, you have, there might be some people out there who have a large following Um you know, they, they probably have someone behind that sculpting and yeah. and um, curating that feed to make sure that, oh, look, you haven't really posted anything, um, I guess, negative per se. Oh, these are quotation marks for the people at home. <laughs> for the people who uh, can't see us. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you yeah. haven't done that in a while, so let's, let's do that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate when that happens because you, you only see, you know, people only see what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. You never see what's happened to get to that point um it wasn't just overnight that we you know i managed to either uh, own or have a share in you know seven or eight businesses now Mm -hmm. it's it's been a journey of seven or eight years to get to this point but it's all like culminated more recently and only when you find your path and you get clear on um what you want where you're going and once again, the why that really you start bringing those people into your circle mm-hmm. that can help you get there. Yeah. No one gets there by themselves. You're, Correct. you're a bit of an idiot if you think <laughs> that's going to happen. It doesn't work like that. It right? doesn't work like that. And uh, yeah, you've you've got to be in a position where the, the, the like-minded people generally want to want to help. Yeah. And then, you know, it's about giving back after that. But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's tough. Like it's it's. I think it's really hard for. Um, for younger people out there who see um, all this drama or success or you know the highlight rule happening around them, and either they think that their life's shit, and then they they fall into a spiral of all, I'm never going to be like that, so I'm never going to try, or they go about it in a um, less authentic manner, and uh, and try to be one thing for everybody or be all things to all people which yeah. is it's impossible yeah once you, once you get solid on who you are and what you want to do you'll find that those people who resonate with that will find their way to you yeah you love it and that's mm. mate I'm almost 30 I'm 30 in May right I feel yeah. like that's the joy of reaching that kind of mid to late 20s and pushing 30 now like just give less of a shit about what yeah, people think right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, just do what you want well, to you do just, just don't care exactly. like, it, like don't care who yeah follows you on social media don't care who has an opinion about you yeah. or not from you know yeah wherever they come from yeah um you know really really appreciate when people say you know what um that's that's not your best work as opposed to ah oh, good you're yeah. doing so well yeah, yeah. exactly right yeah. you but you respect those people who are willing to say you know what that, that that was awesome 
but uh, you could have done better there yeah. or things like that. Yep. I mean, yep. I it's refreshing. It's refreshing to have people that around you. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. I think we met through... Who was that who introduced us? I think it was I me reached, Michael, wasn't it? I think I originally reached out. Reached yeah. out to you a long time ago. We had coffee at... Gathering Grace. Gathering Grace. Shout out to Gathering Grace. She does a cracking job down there. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think naturally, yeah, we're probably like-minded in how we approach things and uh, gravitate towards each other somehow. Yeah. So, Perfect. Um, very good, man. A little bit of a background about you. You've obviously you know, told us a little bit about what you do. You were originally a HR manager, which a lot of people probably don't know, back yeah. in Victoria. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. That was... You... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, first of all. Ah, well actually, <laughs> obviously it wasn't what you were meant to do forever because you're not doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what was that about? Okay. So that, that, that journey probably started um, with a culmination of things, I guess. Um, and I actually shared this with my team yesterday. A lot of the team are going back to uni. And um, coming back to when you're at uni, you seem to think, it probably starts in high school you think you have to do certain things you have to achieve the best end of year score mm-hmm. yeah which I shared with my team yesterday was only 65.5 out of a possible 99.9 <laughs> whatever that is yeah. you know that's that's obviously not, not the best result you can get um, and once you're at that point when you're young um, you feel like that sort of defines you so you go down the path of um, you know, where to from here mm-hmm. So then I, I, I jumped into banking and finance at, at uni after that. And um, that was absolutely terrible. Yeah, okay. That just, was absolutely terrible. Just knew from the get-go it wasn't what you were meant to yeah, do. Yeah, I stuck at it for about six months. And I remember I told my parents, like, this is this is not me. And they're like, oh, you know, end, end of the world for them. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, it's not going to be my thing. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I said, oh, probably just going to work at McDonald's and... Blockbuster for a while <laughs> and Coles, and yeah. then uh, look, it does, I decided I should go back to study. So yeah. when I was twenty four, um, you know, I went back to university at twenty four, and I you know, thought, oh, what can I like? What am I interested in? And it was that people related stuff. Mm-hmm. So at high school, really liked those types of subjects, and figured I'd you know I was good at that. So yeah. I jumped into that, did a um, you know, double degree in marketing and HR. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, landed a, a role in a recruitment company whilst finishing my, my studies. Um, yeah, once again, the, uh, the older people around me, um, a little bit of family, a little bit of friends, but probably the people in the office at the time are like, so what are you going to do when you finish your degree? Surely you've got to apply for a graduate position. Yeah. It's like, oh. Was that pressure? Yeah, there, there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, oh, I guess I better do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember probably you know six months into that first job I, I called my sister on the phone and I said to her look I'm probably not I don't want to do this anymore like this is this was six months in yeah. was it sucking the soul out of you is that how you feel? Um, well the, I think the worst part about it was I was waking up and jumping on the train and uh, surrounded by people that looked like they were miserable okay. um, whether they were or not I don't know but that was the perception I got and that was the feeling I got and I thought just day in day out mm-hmm. There's no way that I could do this until I'm, you know, forty or fifty or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you know, credit to the to the guys that can, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yep. So I told her, look, I'm I'm out of here. I wanna wanna study health and fitness. And she said, No, you can't do that. You've only been doing this for six months. Who You're, said this? Uh, was, that was my sister at the Your time. Your sister, okay. She said, Oh no, like maybe you should stick at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Coming from coming from um, 
a good place. I said, look, you, maybe you're right. So I applied for this graduate role, um, managed to score the only grad position going at the time for, um, for Telstra and, uh, and Census. So I thought that was pretty cool, further in the cap. Yep. Um, must have been a pretty good applica- uh, application. So I went down that path and you know, doing all the right things. Yeah. You know, graduate position, tick. Um, you know, one of the Australia's biggest telecommunication companies, tick. Um, all of those things were happening from there. Moved to um, you know, Origin Energy, tick. One of Australia's biggest gas and electrical companies, tick. And these like these companies were amazing companies to work mm-hmm. for. The, the management teams that I worked for were, were incredible. Um, the coaching and mentoring was incredible. The support was awesome. Um, the culture was phenomenal. Like these these businesses, are, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're not the best yep. if you don't know what you're doing. Yep. But for me... Um, Still yeah, wasn't staring at any side yet. No, in, yeah. in, like I, I could go to work and I could do a fairly good job. But part of me was also, and I, I kind of... You look back now, you, you you definitely let those people down where they're trying to help you and trying to motivate you, yeah. but you don't want to do it. Yep. You don't want to do it. Um, you know it's not right. So finally, five years down the track, I you know jumped into a um, health and fitness course mm-hmm. with um, the Australian Institute of Fitness. And uh, yeah, everything sort of went from there. Sure. Um, a friend of mine at the time, the founder of KX Pilates, was just kicking off and... Um, I remember saying to him, hey, look, I'm doing my course. Uh, it'd be great to be able to do some work experience with you guys. Um, but also a little bit in the back of my mind said, you should probably, and these are those like funny voices. I'm not sure if you, everyone has voices in their head. But the, <laughs> same, the, one, the, the same ones, fashion. Yeah, the ones that aren't crazy yeah. was sort of saying, you know, at that time, like obviously get out of this, get into this, yeah. like follow your gut. Um, one of those voices is like, you need to follow what um, Aaron Smith is his name. You need to kind of, keep tabs on what he's doing because I think what, what's happening here is probably going to be pretty special okay. so lucky enough to do that um, you know sort of said to him um, you know if anything pops up just let me know just yep. off the cuff yep. and two seconds later I got a text message hey let's grab a coffee on Friday yeah. I shat my pants it's like fuck I'm not sure if I'm ready for this career change. Yep. It's like, no, nah, dive straight so into it. So you're still it. in marketing at this stage? Uh, uh, sorry, HR. HR. Still yeah. in HR, doing work experience with them. And um, yeah, just sort of jumped straight in. Yeah. Um, turned out I I wasn't bad at it. What was your what was your role uh, moving over to the case? Did you start as a trainer? Started as, as yeah. a trainer, correct. Yeah. Um, pretty fresh, pretty raw. It was actually my first job in the health and fitness okay. industry. So um, safe to say I didn't know much at the time. And... Safe to say what I thought was awesome was probably terrible. Um, safe to say what I thought was was amazing exercises, yeah. you know, probably hurting people. That's but right. Gotta start somewhere, mate. You, you yeah. do. And, um, you know, touch wood, no one got hurt. Yep. And uh, I did do a lot more education after that mm-hmm. with our friends at Breathe Education. Um, but, um, yeah, just, just very unfortunate. When you surround yourself in that environment, you start... Um, as we were talking about before, collecting people or inspiration from people who are also on the same wavelengths as you. Yeah. So being around health and fitness all the time, yep. you get more into health and fitness. People want to come and train with you. You want to go and train with them. Mm-hmm. You start doing things that you um, you wouldn't otherwise be doing with your time. You have more time on your hands to explore that environment. So very quickly becoming a trainer, KX, yeah. opportunities popped up. And then, um, you know, had the time to 
dabble in personal training. So I started my own PT business. Mm-hmm. Just um, strings to your bow, hey? That's exactly right. And then started uh, yeah, getting pretty heavily into running yep. with a bit of encouragement. Um, did some running certifications and became a running coach. Great. So I started my own uh, running group business, which was yep. tied to KX at the time, but then I sort of took it away from KX and gave it its own legs. And HR is in the rearview mirror at this stage, is that yep, right? Yeah, HR, yep. HR was done. I managed yep. to, to move into kind of full-time health and fitness stuff probably a year after the journey started, that first um, Cert4 in, in health and fitness. Yep. Probably, I would have been a year to the day. Mm-hmm. Got out of, um, managed to, to leave HR. Um, only, I was only really able to, I had to really like manage my budget though. I was yep. living out of home. Um, really had to, to knuckle down on excessive spending because yep. I couldn't, there's no way I could match my salary yeah. with with one job. So hence, mm-hmm. look for those other avenues and you know, looking for other gaps in the market, PT, yeah. run coaching, things that I liked and was able to offer. Yeah. Um, and you're obviously really passionate about this stuff. Right? Oh, I love it. You've got a to making that change from HR. Love it. Thought, well, I, remember, this is it. I remember sitting in meetings, yeah. just listening to people talk about, which is which is funny, we'll get to this in a little bit, yeah. but just thinking, oh, I'd really love to just be at the gym right now. Yeah. Oh, I'd really love to be going for a run right now. Oh, I'd really love to be, um, you know, my, yeah. my manager at the time would probably kill me, but I'd probably spent most after afternoons working on my PT business or running group <laughs> whilst at, whilst at, on the clock. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, but um, love it. whatever, I didn't take lunch breaks, let's say that. <laughs> um, anyway, so became a, you know, after that, was lucky enough to be partnered up with a with an investor of KX and sort of re-ran some studios together. Um, he was quite a good mentor, taught me a lot, managed his studios, you know, made my way up, became mm-hmm. a master trainer. Yeah. Ended up doing a diploma of clinical Pilates right. um, with a scholarship, which which was nice. Um, moved to, to Sydney uh, in Bondi, yeah, right. um, ran some studios in, in, in Sydney for a bit, helped out there growing the, the KX brand there and just got to the point where um, I just kind of needed a bit of my own space, a bit of my own freedom. So, um, you know, I was only I only started with KX in 2013 yeah, wow. and had my own studio by 2016. Yeah, and what was your first studio? Norwood. Norwood, Norwood on the on the parade. So moved, decided to move to um Adelaide late twenty fifteen. What sparked that, right? Because you had you been to Adelaide before? I was born here. You were born here originally. That's correct, right. correct. So and then to, then to Victoria and then Sydney yep, for a while. Correct, correct. So okay. I, I was born here when I was uh, I moved when I was about eleven. Yeah. Same story. You you move with your parents, that kind of thing. Yeah. High school in Melbourne, which is a phenomenal place to live. Um, opportunity popped up, so was able to hop over to Sydney. Was probably there for about eighteen months, and um, yeah, always had one of these one of those voices again. Was even when I started with with KX and saw what it was going to do, and just could see where it was going. Um, sort of thought Adelaide yeah. would love this. Yes, okay. just just thinking I'd, I'd come back to visit every now and then, and yeah. you know, seeing what it could do in Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. I thought this is. Yeah. This would be they would eat that up. That was going to be my next question. What was what was the inspiration in bringing KX to, to that? Obviously, it was something that interstate was going gangbusters, and you're still well, it was, a gaping hole back in Adelaide. For some it, it was it was going gangbusters. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really good model. Um, yeah, the the workout's phenomenal. Um, when you've when you've when you've got the workout right, and you can structure a team correctly, you can engage with the culture and focus on the trainers for the training development, all those types of things that we do here. Um, but also there was just something, um, part of me said I would love, and this this is not um, 
this this was by no means sort of like ego driven mm -hmm. it was sort of like I wanted to I kind of felt like I wanted to give this like to Adelaide I wanted to put your stamp on something that would be of great value so I, I, yeah I, I thought it would be really great to see because I mean as they say Adelaide is a little little bit behind Melbourne a little bit behind mm -hmm. Sydney but also when you provide something that's new to the market um, that maybe people haven't seen or done before yeah. at this level or yeah. with this um, I guess level of intensity I mean Pilates was here before I got here yeah. I'm not the the be all and end all of Pilates in Adelaide there are some amazing companies doing some you know really cool stuff yeah. in this space yeah. but it's just a point of difference and when you can start to bring that point of difference in um, once again you start kicking off all these other little little sparks yeah. of um, I guess for lack of a bit of an inspiration that really starts this little pool of it just starts bubbling yeah. you get your juices flowing you do yeah. you do so you, 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 I mean one of the, the one of the first things that um, I actually moved here with my uh, partner at the time um, Catherine who owns um, Ivory Rose Physiotherapy for yeah. her and at that time that was a new kind of concept mm -hmm. I remember we did some research I think there was only a couple of things a couple of physios like that here in Adelaide now at the time I was like oh you've got to yeah. like I'm going to I remember saying I'm going to move to Adelaide and she's like what am I going to do there yeah. I was like you're going to do you're this you are going to do this yeah. it's going to be sick yeah. um, you know and that, that kicked off off quite well yeah, right. um, for her too um, well, we, we didn't last as a couple we are probably more suited as, as really good friends mm. um, but her business now is you know, she's she's um, expanding and growing all the yeah. time and yeah. Doing, um, doing a really great job yeah. over there and once again like one of the first things I remember um, and this is where it's sort of just just got to get out there and um, got to get out there and make things happen just I'm going to put like a stop in that yep. you need to tell me when I'm going too <laughs> far because I'll just keep going let's keep going I, the thing I love about you moving from HR to what you've done now though I yeah. guess is Although it wasn't what you loved and what you were passionate about, there's probably some really good tools and insights that you've taken with you that have made you better now, right? In the role that you do now. And I think so. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I, I think it's I important. Hope like, um, I think, you know, people can get down, yeah, I hate this, I hate that, but there's always positives. I work in jobs that I've hated, but that put me in really good stead for what I'm doing at the moment. So mm. I think, yeah, taking the positive out of the negatives, pushing forward and uh, being a better version of yourself as a result mm. um, is a great way to go about it. So Yeah, yeah. I just want to finish that sentence. Yeah. Because you want to give a shout out. It's it's it's. This is when you when you when you try and embark on something of this magnitude. Like I moved to Adelaide with the vision of we are going to like systemically change yep. this landscape. I had in my mind like that big hairy the BHAG, mm -hmm. big hairy audacious goal. That's a trademark from someone. I forget who that is. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sure I can say that. Yeah. Um, you know whether it be delusional, I don't know. But I came here with the vision of fundamentally changing not only the health and fitness landscape but also the complementary services around that yep. now that goal can't be achieved without the support of the community so one of the first things that you know one of the first calls to action was just acknowledging you can't do this by yourself yep. go and find the people who can make shit happen for you or can get around this idea yep. so like Lululemon in Burnside yeah Went in there with a you know a dozen Krispy Kremes. Said hi, <laughs> I'm James from KX Pilates. You don't know that brand right now, yeah. but here's twelve Krispy Kremes. You might not remember my name. You're gonna remember these donuts. Yeah. 
next time I come back, we're gonna have a chat. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the moment, I'm just gonna leave that there. Yeah. And just from there, yeah, so that spark, like, yeah. who the fuck does this guy think he yeah, is? Yeah. But um, <laughs> that spark, <laughs> but more so like that. Yeah. Obviously, it's Love the it. whole thing's about that. You gotta give yeah, and expect nothing back. 100%. Um, yeah. you know, they got around us pretty quick, smart, and I was really surprised about some brands that people were wearing here. I was like, wow, where's Lululemon? It's just not here, right? When yeah. I was in Victoria, I went over and everyone's wearing Lulu. Males, runners, everyone yeah. wears Lulu in here. Mm. It's big here, but mm. it still hasn't gone huge like it's going to go, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Yeah, so I mean, getting them around it was, yeah. was really critical because they've also got a really amazing culture over there, yeah. which which you know helps to drive this sort of thing forward. Yeah. And from there, it was just you know, that philosophy of you know, small business needs small business yeah. for support. Yep. So trying to get around as much as possible to yeah, the so people who... Who would be open to helping? Yeah, I know that some people I, I met um, who had either been in the game for a while or maybe a little bit older than myself. Yeah, you know, they were. I'd, I'd come across a lot of negativity at that point. I was like, "What are you doing, moving to Adelaide to start a small business? It's not going to happen here." <laughs> I was like, "You're crazy! You're crazy!" Yeah, like, there's there's shape. such an offering. Yeah, like to be able to provide people with that customer service and not you know you hope they enjoy it mm. but not force anything upon people yep. not not try to sell all the time you need to buy this and I need more money from yeah. you yep. you know it's about giving people things the value add yeah. what can I give you on top of this because I know that you know classes cost money the classes cost money because I've got shit to pay for 100%. I've got trainer wages I've got rent to pay I've got yeah. electricity bills you know I've got council rates all this yeah. other stuff all that stuff all businesses need, to, you know, I've got a service to provide. Yes. So training costs and all the other stuff. I think it's from an outsider's perspective, it looks like, oh, you know, they must be making heaps and heaps of money. It's not quite the way it works in small business land, right? No, it's not. Yeah. But then you've got to be willing to yeah. give shit away for free yeah. with just knowing that, like, you know, you, I've been saying this a lot lately, you catch more bees with honey. Yes. Like, you don't have to charge people for every little thing. And to find people who are on the same wavelength of that's that's the philosophy that's going to drive small business and help you with the community. Yeah. Um, I think that, that goes yeah. a, a long Love way. It. Well, so, I think it's safe to say you've achieved your goal, mate. You made a monumental mark on uh, the health and fitness scene in Adelaide. And, uh, yeah, mate, we're just getting started. The pipelines are here. We're we'll, started. we'll save that for another time, but uh, I guess watch this space on the KX front, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so JT, you've done an Ironman. It was, it was only a half, but yeah. yeah. Actually, this is a funny thing. I don't like people People saying, oh, mate, you did like a half marathon. Yeah. It's like, no, it's half, half Ironman. Half Ironman. <laughs> but when people say, we did an Ironman, yeah. I have to say, it's half. it was only a half. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it was a half Ironman in Melbourne. Yeah. So in, you, uh, you're big in like doing these crazy audacious fitness goals, right? You've done marathons, half, half marathons. Yep, ultra marathons. Crazy, ultra marathons. Um, just... I don't know, man. I just um, what, what drives you? What drives you to want to do that? Is it just the pushing yourself, motivation to train, and keep working hard? You need to have good goals like that. Um, well, there's no point. I mean, I there's there's no real reason for me to say no to anything. Yeah, that that's probably the first first and foremost. There's no real reason for me to say no. Um, you, you're gonna if if you whatever goal you set your mind to, you've got to expect there's going to be hurdles. You're going to expect there's going to be setbacks. But knowing that is actually quite comforting. Mm. Oh, you might get an injury. Cool. Let's learn how to manage injuries. Um, You're going to have to sacrifice 
maybe a bit of a social life or maybe a bit of um, bit of sleep. It's like cool. Yeah. How do we how do we factor that in? Always good learnings, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. And and I guess then, for you in the health and fitness scene, it's obviously. Yeah, it's good for your brand if you're out there practicing what you preach and doing all these good things and pushing mm. yourself to the limits. Obviously, it goes hand in hand with I guess, what, I guess what that, you do for a living. Yeah, I guess that does help. Yeah. But it's also, I think, what's important is that it's funny that people would just assume yeah. because you're in health and fitness, you're already health and fit. But yeah. I, I mean, you got to train your ass off to be able to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. I know. I, get, I think I just like it because it's one of those things. It's one of those one percenters. Yeah. Like it's one of those things that not many, not many people do. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of proof. To yourself and, and maybe a little bit of inspiration to others that you know these things are achievable yep. if you put a plan in place and, and try to set that um, set that goal. You know what? If I reckon if more people told me I couldn't do things, yeah. I'd be doing more things. Do yeah. <laughs> I would. Just dare, you, dare you to tell James? Trying to be can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll do it, yeah. and I'll probably try to do it the best that there ever was yeah. um, if I could. So that, that's what makes you you, mate. Um, what's the next fitness goal? Um, you got one in this weekend? Yeah, so I've got uh, the Victor Harbour Olympic Triathlon this weekend in uh, what are you, um, February, yep. March. I think in April, yep. no, there's nothing in April, but May, we've got an ultramarathon on Gradition Road. June, I'm going to Bali for a KX Pleasure Retreat. July, another half marathon. August, I don't know, but September, City of the Bay, October, yep. Melbourne Marathon, so November, probably another half Ironman. Yeah. December, not too much. That but a um, heck of a year. December, laying on the couch and uh, going coma mode. Right? Well, I'm kind of hoping they um they move Lucky's Beach Club back to the Maid. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky's was good. It was good. Lucky's was good. God damn what it. Did we mean, go, what did we go for a beer the other week? Captain, Captain Moonlight. Moonlight. That's, that's pretty cool. That was a, like, it's that not was quite good. Lucky's though, right? No, that was, yeah. that was a silly move. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't know what um, December's going to hold, but I think, you know, it was, I, was, I took a pretty, pretty cruise in New Year's Eve and uh, woke up fresh on New Year's Day and just, just had a look at the year ahead as you do it's like oh it's kind of like once again that cliche thing but I looked at the calendar and I, and I you know kind of assessed where's my where's my fitness at right now and thought you know what I've never done that I've never done that I've never done that yeah let's just squeeze let's it just in tick them off yeah, yeah. may as well that way you know I mean I'd love to do a full line man I think that's where we're going yep um, you know actually there's there's an Oxfam trail walker in October, <laughs> in um, in Adelaide. Okay. So I think there's. Is that thirty k? No, that's hundred k. Hundred k. So I'm I'm trying to get a team of four together. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So October is looking pretty hectic pretty, actually. Yeah. What's your training load like at the moment? How are you are you just building towards this next one in? Yeah. So 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 considering the half Iron Man was, um, last week, mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Not much. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to lose that much. Like just dabble here and there. Yeah. Um, because of a shorter distance as well, yeah. I've probably got the um, the fitness to to still have a good solid crack. Yeah. Um, when you ramp it up a little bit though, I try to give us your ideal week. Like my ideal, ideal week with resistance training, I cycling, guess, swimming, cycling. Yeah, give, it to, give it to me. Monday to Monday to Sunday. Monday to Sunday. So there's easily when I'm when I'm feeling good in the legs, um, there's easily fifty plus kilometers of running happening. Yep. Um, Split over two or three runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct, yeah. correct. Depending on how you're feeling, um, and then you've got if I'm, you know, if I do have the Ironman coming up and there's there's some gaps in between, 
probably try to get to the pool probably twice or three times a week. Yep. Um, get out on the bike probably twice a week. And we're talking nothing nothing gigantic, yeah. probably something more challenging. I do like uh, Norton Summit. Yeah. I do like that Eagle on the Hill kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That That's cool. Yeah, it's, that's um, really good it's Yeah, it's not long, but it's intense. Yeah. Uh, from there, it's KX Pilates. And that's yeah. a combination of beginner, intermediate, and advanced classes where you can, depending on how the body's feeling. But that um, full body dynamic workout just complements everything else I'm doing anyway. Yeah. So like this week, was we on Tuesday? I've gone twice this week. Yeah. But nothing, I have nothing scheduled for tomorrow. But um, Thursday or Friday, I'll probably pick up another one of those classes. Yeah, it's got to make time for that stuff, right? Like, the biggest do. thing we see you know, with clients in the clinic, they say they're ramping up for these competitions or these big races, and they're just not resistance training. I say, how can you expect to increase your volume, your speed, uh, you know, your hilly terrain, that kind of stuff, and not get injured uh, if you're not increasing the capacity of your body? Yeah, so, so. so, I mean, knock on wood, I've only yeah. really had two, uh, probably probably one debilitating injury in my time, and that was a stress fracture yep. in... Um, one of my legs I was just running a ton yeah. and not much um, resistance training um, that can be nasty but yeah man yeah. no good no, no good it actually happened during an event yeah. um, but uh, yeah so resistance training you can't oh, you'd be foolish to try any sort of endeavour of significance to you it doesn't matter yeah. what that goal is but if you're if you're looking to even just do a 10k yeah You've got to be doing something. 100%. You've got to be doing something. It can't just be your legs. No. Um, you know, your abdominals are so integral uh, to that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. I think it's just being prepared, right? You can't just go in and say, hey, I'm going to do this crazy goal with no preparation or idea of how to train for it. Well, that's, that's yeah. what the research is telling us more and more yeah. these days is that it's not about like, you know, posture doesn't cause injuries. Um, uh, you know, it's it's not about... Um, it's, it's not about... Um, anything more than yeah. just load and load management yep. um, you know pain rarely has anything to do with you know tissue damage yeah. things like that danger right um, yeah it's very much yeah. mindset um, it's, it's very much managing that training load yep. managing the frequency the intensity um, listening to your your body mm-hmm. is actually a really big indicator of success huge, huge. Correct me if I'm wrong, this might be complete bullshit that I've read somewhere or imagined, but I think there's a link to just saying, waking up today and say, how's my body feeling today? That's right. Uh, and gauging your training load off of that. You That's know, right. It's, it's big in the high performance world, but sporting clubs and things like that, you know, they give them questionnaires, how are you feeling today on a yep. scale of one to 10? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and it has a massive fact, it's a massive factor for yeah, how yeah. much we go today. Exactly right, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, there's yeah. a big correlation between that. Yeah. And also, though, what I find super interesting is the relationship between you know, if you, if you tell someone, I'll find this research, I've sent it to you on email, but um, if you tell people to be careful, otherwise, if you're not careful, you'll hurt themselves. Yeah. There's a, if you tell someone that, <laughs> statistically, you they, they, get, they get more injured. Yeah, okay. Like, this is where you get to the point of, you know, we talk about techniques, you know. I remember a couple months ago when I was getting into deadlifts a little bit, this getting... Is, this makes me laugh, this story. That's... It's a bit of a joke, but um, I was getting, um, what do you call that? Trolled. Yes. I guess you'd call it trolled on social. Good old-fashioned troll on Instagram. <laughs> I, right? I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> I've never seen this type of immaturity before. Uh, uh, but no, I was getting kind of slammed on um, on Instagram because I was performing some you know, maximal load deadlifts yeah. with um, you know, 
flexion in my back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get that, oh, that looks horrific mm-hmm. or, you know, that's, you know, that can't be good for you kind of yeah. thing. And, you know, understanding how the body works is a big advantage biomechanics. Yes. And people say, oh, why would you do that? Um, but understanding, you know, the, the science behind strength gains yes. and strength, strength training goes a long way in looking at that at that research but um yeah that was that was an interesting time for me i had to i, I felt like i was just sending yeah. people research left right and center trying to trying to justify what you're doing and uh defending yourself which yeah is a little bit right? it, it was a yeah. little bit annoying and yeah. um you know just but but also what's what's interesting is the um and this comes back to i guess client education and that whole thing about there's a certain way to do thing and all mm-hmm. this other you know posture is really important when you're trying to do this and I remember you know hearing people still talk about things like transverse abdominus activation or maintaining neutral spine for any type of still goes on it does it's like man that's like that research is 20 years old yeah or like Um, the one that I get a lot and you probably might hear this in your classes is uh, people with neck tightness and things like that feeling like I I can't lift above my shoulders it it flares my neck up or Mm -hmm. you know which might be true in some capacity for that person, but ultimately we need to get you lifting all sorts of different stuff in all sorts of different ways yep. so you don't get that neck tightness. And I think, I mean, it, it comes back to that, that, that path of conversation yeah. comes back to there's no taboo muscles. Yeah. Like if you're doing a sit-up, you're lifting your head up, yeah. you're going to feel your neck muscles. Yes. If you're, but it's just those areas that people don't like to feel, yeah. like, oh, I'm, I can feel a plank in my yeah. back or I can feel a deadlift in my back uh, or a squat. It's like, the, that's, that's yeah. important because you've got back extensors. Correct. The deadlift um, at the... I'm doing a deadlift and I feel it in my back. Good. Yeah, I'm saying good. It's a back exercise. It's loading it back up like nothing else will. But this this yeah. is this is coming back to, you know, why do you try these endeavors or yeah. why do we doing these things or or, or um you know yeah. any any type of goal we're looking at. Yeah. You've got to be pretty confident in yourself. You've got to have that positive mindset and you know, I kind of feel like how dare anybody yeah. say that's not the right way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um and you didn't get injured, so no, body no. But whether it be like deadlift yeah. or a KX Pilates class, or you know an F forty five class, or a body fit training class, or you know, at B fit, there isn't really. You know, you're gonna find your own own way to achieve your goals in those spaces. If it's the workout space, yeah. if it's the business space, you're gonna look for coaching and mentoring from people who have been there before and can really share with you some insights based on either personal experience or research or something that's unbiased yeah. but then again you are going to find your art your, your own way yes. through that by navigating all the there's a lot of making mistakes and yeah correct take some learnings and keep going right? I know this this might sound a bit bit foolish but being injured yeah. is actually a really good measure of what to do better next time correct you know as long as it's not serious as long as you're not you know ending up a you know paraplegic or yeah. anything like that like yep. you don't want that to happen yeah. but say for example if you did a deadlift and you attempted to lift something you've never lifted before and you tweaked your back yep alright nothing's too serious there we all know that herniations bulges they'll heal yep um, you know you can you got a trusted support team of physios that can help you with that um, I'm not going to say I'm not endorsing people who haven't done that kind of thing before you know lift 100 kilos off the ground or yeah. try to run 10 kilometers yeah. but if you're not trying to push the envelope yeah. you'll never know how far it could actually go correct you know whether it be business or physical pursuits or yeah. um, whatever it is you're trying to achieve yeah. 
Yeah, just taking loads, doing gradual fashion, um, yeah. build up safely. I think, when, yeah, it's a tough one. Like, people just go, hey, I'm going to give this a crack today. But if you've lifted 40 kilos in the past, it's silly, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, pushing the envelope in a, in a safe and steady fashion. You've got, to be, you've got to be measured yeah, in that, in that approach. Last question, mate. You're a busy man. Your schedule yeah, blows my mind every time I, I talk to you. I think, how the hell does that man squeeze it all in? You've got a lovely partner, Catherine. How do you squeeze in fitness, work, Catherine, your dog Chester, who's running around here, um, skiing all over the place? <laughs> how do you squeeze it all in? Uh, Just make it happen. I tell you what, it you, it needs a it needs a. I'm gonna say it needs a little bit of structure. Yeah. Absolutely needs some structure, but it also needs the ability to be flexible. It needs. A lot of understanding. Are you good at setting boundaries? Do you have boundaries where you say, at this time I'm turning my phone off or yep. uh, do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so there's actually, from, from a managing a business perspective, there's actually a lot of tools in place which are found to be really helpful mm-hmm. with managing time and scheduling things in. Like this really cool app. I think I showed you. Calendly. And Nicole Cox's wedding. Um, yeah, Calendly, Calendly it's called, where it sends people a link to your calendar. Yeah. And then they book a time with you instead of going back and forth on email. Yep. Or um, I'm not sure if you know about this little doozy, but on your phone, yeah. you know, there's do not disturb while driving. I love that, yeah. But you can actually change that template. So when people text me now and I've got that on, jeez, mm. a couple of missed calls, <laughs> but it says, you know, it sends them a text. Yeah. Thanks to text. Um, I am unavailable to respond at the moment. Yep. James is getting Ooh, 500 that come through. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing's um, important. That that really helps with scheduling yeah. time. Having an amazing team with roles that they know that they're supposed to do, it's yeah. um, really uh, critical for that type yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, setting boundaries of, you know, no phones yeah. at the dinner table. Does or, Catherine um, have to book a time on currently to catch up? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you shoot her that link when she says, hey, you want to dinner Look what I've got here. Let me find this. There it is. It's a good app. Date night. She, <laughs> so she has to legit put date night on your calendar app. Yeah, she hates it. No, 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 it's one of those things like you've got to, you've, yeah, you do have to book things in. Yeah. Um, you've got to invest time in everything that's important to you. Um, you can't just resign to the fact of, oh, that, that'll work out. That's They'll understand um, those types of things. Even with the team, you've got to, mm. You can't take them for granted either. You've got to check in. Yep. Um, it's important to do that. Um, but not for the purpose of just checking in. Mm. Like you feel bad, oh, I haven't checked in, or maybe I just sent up a text. No, That's not the, it's not the same. Yeah. You've got to be genuinely interested in um, how they're feeling and what they're experiencing and things like that. Yep. Um, being being present when you're dedicating your time to something. I yeah, correct. That's, that's really important yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so setting that time aside and just also... It's really important to say no. Something I'm trying to get a hell of a lot better at, so I still find very hard, mate. It's uh, really tough to say no. I think yeah. it's really because you want to do as much as you can for as many people as possible because they're obviously coming to you for, for help mm-hmm. in some regard, whether it be um, for some advice personally about what they want to do with themselves or from a business perspective or your trainer needs something or, uh, you know... Um, whether that be some event um, that's coming up or yeah. the launch of something, you know, they're all 
Yeah, people want to pull you in all these different directions. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. You just got to, at some point, you've got to say, look. Yeah, can't do it. I can't. I can't be all things to all people. And you've got to put a cap on somewhere. And if you, you know, if you're, if you, if you still feel so passionate about catching up in two weeks' time, let's catch up yeah. then. Yeah. Um, if it's something you feel that anybody can fulfill, then if I'm not free, yeah, go to the next person on your list. Yeah. But if it's, if, if it's, you know, if it's that important, if it means that much to you, people will wait. Yeah. So hopefully, they see some sort of quality that is able to be provided. And um, I think you're very good at that. Something I've noticed about you over the last few months, in particular, JT, can we do a podcast? You know. February's a write off, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up in four weeks, yeah. I'll see if I've got some time. Well, I think you know, you does that. We had a chat about yeah. going out for for for, for drinks, yeah. and I said, I'm let's look at March, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's try March because I can't. I mean, you yeah. otherwise you're just you, you're rushed, yeah, you know, you're stressed, yeah, you've you pulled in all types of directions. I remember saying at one point, you know, you feel like you're just this is a quote from somewhere, but you know, you. You, you feel like butter spread across too much bread. There's just no coverage. And if you're like that, you're no help to anyone. If you keep saying yes, you keep letting people down. Yes. And there's nothing worse than being told yes to and then being flipped on. Yeah. You're like, you know what? We had an agreement. We invested time and energy. And to go back from this is just yeah. a complete waste. Right. And an apology that says, um, I always say yes to everything. I'm no good at that. It's like, well, if you knew that, Say no. Say no. <laughs> like you, you let more yep. people down yep. over committing and under delivering. 100%. If, you could, if you're going to deliver, deliver 110%. If you can't do that, then don't get invested. Yeah. Something I'm trying to get much, much better at, mate. Um, mm. But let's wrap it up there, man. It's been okay. 49 minutes. Great. That flew. Did we, was there anything of value in there? <laughs> I think that was just chatting. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure there'd be some good uh, take-homes. Is there the any, any last little bits? Uh, is there anything you really want to touch on? What about... What about, where do you see opportunities for growth in the health and fitness scene moving forward in Adelaide? Uh, well, in Adelaide, um, I kind of feel like saying I want to keep a few things close to my chest. Keep it to your but, chest. But, but what I do see yeah. is, um, I mean, there is definitely this movement away from commercial gyms. Yes. Um, and that's been happening for uh, quite some time now. We saw... Do you call it the boutique fitness scene? Is that what you It is, it's definitely. You like yeah. you've got, you know... F45 did an amazing job here in Adelaide of kicking that off. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we, we entered the scene with KX Pilates and that's really, you know, making some headway now. Um, then the guys at Bodyfit Training came yep. into the scene, like Bo Williams and those guys down there yep. really started a movement with that. Um, you've got some operators down, you know, Nick Hunter and um, and uh, and Ben down at uh, yeah, B-Fit. B-Fit yep. They really started um, a movement there and obviously, um, Tess Leon at um, Power Living, mm-hmm. they're really starting things happening. Orange Theory are here for ages. Orange Theory. Make well, some Orange Theory. Yeah. yeah, and they're awesome too. It's one of my favorite workouts. You know, whilst these, and I think it's, what's important is um, I know that names like this can also get a lot of shit, pretty much. They get a lot of shit. They can get a lot of shit from other operators who are like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just another big name. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another train coming down. Oh, look out, there's another... Like I saw a post the other day from someone saying, oh, look, there's a whole, look out Adelaide, there's another stream of shoes coming through. Mm. Let's just remember that these are businesses run by people. They're all small businesses. They might have the backing with some framework, Mm. but at the end of the day, that framework only gets you so far. And I'm really passionate about this that, you know, there might be a common theme with these businesses, like their logos are the same, Um, they might talk the same, 
but I think you'll find that you know the guys at you know, Body Fit Brighton, mm-hmm. Andy Hank and, and those guys down there, and and Bo Williams and 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 Luke Hastings down here in Kent Town, they would be pretty offended if you said, "Oh, it's just Body Fit," yeah. you know, because they've got their culture, they've got their clients, they've yeah. got their team. Same as those guys over there, they've got their way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, with with the KX Pilates Studio, I would feel, um, you know, a little bit hurt if someone said, "Oh, that's just the same as that one." Yeah. So, well, that makes me feel a bit bad because you know we spend a bit of time and, and effort working on our team, and I'm sure yeah, you know the other owners of KX Pilates would also be offended, like, "Oh, actually, hey, you know what? No, we have our own yeah. culture, we have our own vibe. Yep. You know, we're just we're under the same umbrella. We have a common understanding. We have a you know, some support networks that um, are built based on commonality. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's common ground and we just happen to be doing the same thing. Yeah, you're under this common, common banner, but you're separate entities and you're doing your own thing your way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. you know, for, for a common goal. So yeah. I do I do believe that the boutique space is the way so to go. So going to keep pushing. Absolutely, yep. that, that unique offering. Yeah, um, KX is going west, my name. <laughs> it is going west. Go west, mate. Um Case play is mile end, March twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, the biggest we've done so far. So it's good. it's a it's a giant. Um, Where is it? It's going to be great. It's on the corner of um, Sedona Bradman Drive, and um, and South Road. It's yeah. crossed from the Hilton Hotel. Um, you know, it's just near the OTR there. Apparently, that's the busiest intersection in Adelaide. So, so Donald Bradman and uh, South, Road, South Road, which yeah. kind of gets you into the city but yeah. takes you back to the beach. Yeah, so from there, we'll try to make a few gains down towards Henley. Mm-hmm. I know that um, you know, there's people been wanting a bit of um, bit of cakes plays love down there for a while. I know there are some other people down that way, but yeah, great to hear that they still want a bit of cakes in their lives. And I think you competition's know, good. Yeah, competition's great, but also think about like the food and beverage side yeah. of things. You know, that's got to come up. Um, yes, I think um, we had a brief chat about this, right? There's, yep. there's like Balsam and a couple other good places like that. Yeah, Nutrition Republic, they're doing some good Nutrition things. Balsam, they do some job. awesome stuff. Um, you know, your brands like Utonic, which are awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a, a we had Sucre Life for a while, which is they were they were doing phenomenal stuff. And yeah. um, you know, there are a lot of good good operators out there getting into that healthy eating space. Um, you know, my if I was to bet on are you, something, are you going to dabble in this? Is this a precursor to you going into this space? Absolutely, <laughs> mate. Absolutely. Um, you've got to, you've got the. I mean, we started with the health of body, get the yeah. the, the food happening. Like yeah. people like Emily Hartley, who are yeah. right on that nutritional scene. Um, but uh, I would put my money on the next thing that's going to happen. Would be a real strong emphasis on positive thinking. And I wouldn't be surprised if pretty soon you start to see some meditation hubs opening up in Adelaide. Is there one opening that I've heard opening soon? They've got a space. Am I? Did I hear things on Only Road? No. No. Well, they cool. I'm getting mixed up. Don't know. Oh, but I mean, I know that um, Luke McLean, yeah. um, Mind Over Matter, like yeah. that's he's doing things in the mental health space, so mental health first aid, so good. kind of stuff like that is tremendous work. Yeah. Um, there's ginormous in the app world. There's like, there's huge, big push, huge. but we haven't seen like a tangible site where people can go and do yep. this in a space that meditate together. Yeah, um, there's a gentleman in Melbourne called Monage, 
Um, yeah, what's his, what's his app called? He's got the, one of the most amazing voices. He's, he's incredible, that yeah. guy. You can sit and listen to for ages. So I feel it, like I just sleep in, I sleep in this like, <laughs> hectic trance when I hear that guy's voice. Yeah, um, so Minaj, uh, he, uh, he's now all over the place, yeah. but I, I fortunately bumped into him years ago in Fitzroy. He worked at Power Living in Fitzroy. And um, just watching his work, um, he, he's... Um, his little get up a space um, and his work with Lululemon like that kind of thing mm. where people just come together and essentially just meditate together yeah, so good. breathe together and is, we get this is, massive push in like yeah the fitness scene you know that nutrition scene is definitely coming through probably the most neglected side of it all has been that mental health space right yeah, so yeah. something like that would be yeah, yeah a tremendous especially, especially in a place um, you know especially in a place like Adelaide where we're starting to see this I guess revolution um, you know, I think it's yeah. gonna be quite, quite powerful. Um, but yeah, yeah man, so that's, um, I think that's it. Is yeah, it? I yeah. think we've done it, man. I think okay. fifty-six minutes. Yeah, I, um, I hope that helps. I mean, shout out to the team, business partners, Charlotte Griffin, Alyssa Downey, um, Aidan O'Sullivan, um, Steph Storty and the team, M Hagi down at um, KX Pilates, and all the team at the Fit Space, uh, Catherine with um, the Running Club, yep. things like that. Yep. Um, and obviously, business partners Josh at Growth IQ and Pete Mann at Octane. Um, obviously, yourselves, man. Thank you very much. I mean, we couldn't um, do what we do without the support of RAF at Breathe Education. I mean, we not no one does this alone. Yeah. So without their support and their their guidance and you know their willingness to say, "Oi, JT, this is you've you've gone too far here, mate. You yeah. pull this back." Range, you know, yeah. that's that's um yeah, that's that's um yeah really good really good important stuff. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, they yeah. fucking kill it. Yeah. If people want to follow you on socials and things like that, go can, nuts. How can they find you? That's just your handle. James G V Trinari. Um, that's on Instagram. Facebook are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's only really marketing on there. You can check it out if you want to see yeah. the pursuits. I don't like to put too much personal, deep personal stuff on social yeah. media. No candy um, selfies or anything like that. Nah, well no. there's there might be one or two, but um <laughs> it's not yeah. for you know, if people want to know more about me, here's the thing, right? With social media, you don't know anybody. You don't really know anyone on there. You're not learning much about people. If people want to get to know me a bit more, give me a give me a call. We'll book an appointment on calendar. Just grab a coffee or a beer or go for a run. Yeah. Um, it's you know you've got to get deeper than just scrolling yeah. through the feed to really get to understand. Yeah the nuts and bolts of yeah. what puts people together so well anyway. much appreciated man thanks for coming on having a chat um, anytime I guess there's some yeah, big things coming from your space we'll look out for that thanks Luke uh, in the meantime if anyone's got any requests for content or they want to yeah, know more about James or what he does uh, feel free to reach out um, thanks a lot cheers